Hi everyone, it's Cici here. I hope your day's going well, and thanks for joining me for the special episode of my podcast. The aim of my show is to enlighten and inspire. Each episode, I will take you into the world of a person who has inspired me in some way and turn their life wisdom into useful takeaways to help you achieve deep fulfillment in your life. So be sure to check out cc-wang.com. That's s-i-s-s-i-w-a-n-g.com to access all the content of each episode, including my takeaways after each interview. And be sure to subscribe to the CC Wang Show on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Spotify to be alerted to new episodes featuring top artists, thinkers, trailblazers, and newsmakers. All right, let's get to today's special episode. I did not expect that my 30s will look like my 20s. I am happy with where I am, but at the same time, I feel like there's so much more out there. It really is a continuous journey. I'm the accumulation of all my past experiences. The decisions I made and the things I had gone through were valid. Hi again, everyone. So today's episode is a little bit different. Instead of one guest, I have with me three of my closest friends. The title of this episode is "How's Your Thirties." Ever since I turned thirty a while ago, I've been pondering what does it mean to be in your thirties. Before recording today's roundtable discussion, I had been feeling like I was a little behind in life. In my twenties, I had imagined my thirties to be more established and more spectacular. For all those reasons, it's easy to be in a frequent state of anxiety. I wondered if I was alone in feeling this way, and reached out to a few of my friends to see how they're finding their thirties, and that's how this episode was born. The following is a candid roundtable conversation I recorded with my friends on Zoom. So apologies in advance for the audio quality. If you're currently in your twenties and are curious how your thirties is going to look, or if you're already in your thirties like me, the following is what I managed to capture of the real story of today's thirty-year-olds: the perks and the pains, our dreams and hopes, expectations versus reality, and how different people are choosing to approach their thirties. Fun fact. One study found people reach their lifetime happiness peak at the age of 33, and more than half of us believe life is more fun in our early 30s. So if your life is not to your liking right now, hang in there; it does get better. And here's our roundtable discussion. Please enjoy. All right, hi girls! Thank you so much for taking a very precious Wednesday evening out of your schedule to chat with me today for the、uh, interview or the roundtable, more like about our thirties. So, I want to get a sense of how today's thirty-year-olds are handling life and how they're finding their thirties experience. And that is why I have gathered all of you here, my closest friends, my dearest friends, to kind of reflect that experience from your own personal perspective and through your own personal experience and stories. So, for the sake of our listeners, I want us to go around the table and just introduce、um, yourselves to everybody, and、uh, we'll do it in such a way that you will first state your name,、uh, then your age、uh, and your profession. And then also include a tiny little spiel on what you're focused on in life at this very moment. And、uh, how about you, sir? Since I see you in this Zoom screen right now, why don't you go first? <laughs>、uh, thank you, CC.、Uh, my name is Yusur,、uh, and I'm 32 year old.、Uh, and I currently work as regional political communications officer、uh, for Public Service Alliance of Canada North. Uh, and I'm also a freelance writer.、Um, I don't really have any focus. I like I don't know. I'm going to be very blunt, CC. <laughs> I don't have a focus on my thirty other than really、uh, focusing on my career and having some fun, also enjoying life.、Um, just more being more. I would say more mindful. More mindful、mm-hmm. than my twenties. <laughs> Be more mindful. <laughs> okay,、yes. that's your focus. All right, and maybe one other thing.、Um, can you also tell everybody where you're living,、uh, which city you're living in at the moment? I live in Yellowknife,、uh, Northwest Territories, Canada. All right, perfect. And Nina, why don't you go next? My name is Nina. I'm also 32、uh, this year.、Uh, so my current focus, my profession. Uh, is um, I'm a senior manager in data management at Robinhood. 
my current focus for life would be learning more about education, um, personal development, as well as completing my graduate studies program at UC Berkeley. Mm, so a lot of educational and career focus. Yeah, only specifically on the education piece is really because um, I became a new mom about one and a half years ago. So I'm just yes. learning how to be that mom. So essentially ah. just reading up a lot about education and uh, how to educate your kid. Exactly. I see. Not for yourself. Okay. All right. And last but not least, Sophia. Hi, everyone. And thank you, Cece, for having us on this show. Um, I'm looking forward to today's chat. My name is Sophia. I am a pharmacist at an acute care hospital in British Columbia, Canada. Um, and in, um, I guess my, my I'm, I'm 31 years old and my, um, the main focus of my life um, right now is that I am um, trying to become a children's book author. So I've been working on novels that um, connect to like me as when, when I was a child um, and trying to like recreate those experiences and um, giving the child of like the me, the me version of the child um, a voice that, that I wish I had had when I was a child, if that makes sense. So, so yeah, so I'm, um, I am hoping to um, be able to be a published writer one day and that's um, my current goal. That is super cool. So you're actually looking to do something different with your career. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I will ever give up my job as a pharmacist um, because it, it is a stable one and it is, um, it is something that I really enjoy. Um, but being a writer is really like my, has always been my hopes and dreams. So I'm um, hoping to give that a shot. Good for you. So when it comes to me, I have lots of mixed feelings about uh, my 30s because I feel like it's where most of the really important things in life happen. So like Nina said, you know, people in their 30s usually get married, get settled down, start a family. And also, I think we're at a point in our career where we have more experience to kind of um, carve out the sort of tasks and jobs that you want to do. And there's also people working under you for the very first time. So it's very exciting, all these fronts. But at the same time, does everybody feel like they have their life sort of figured out now that they've entered this new decade? Or are we still feeling like we're kind of in our 20s still? <laughs> yeah, I feel like I think that's a good question. I guess I never really took a pause to think about it. But now reflecting on it, I kind of see life almost like a journey where you set a goal for where you want to be and you work toward that goal. And during that process, you either come closer towards your goal where you think uh, you find out maybe this is not something that I want and I pivot to focus on something else. So I feel like I am happy with where I am. But at the same time, I feel like there's so much more out there. And I know that there will be so much more coming to me as well that I know really is a continuous journey of continuous figuring out uh, where I want to be in the next three years, in the next five years, how I want to shape my career, how I want to, the role that I play um, in, in different er uh, areas of life. So you feel like you're sort of exploring your options as you go along versus there, there being this one big goal that you Absolutely. have in mind. Yeah, yeah. Like, for example, some of the things that come to me is, first of all, for my, from my career perspective, uh, right now I have the luxury of being able to work from home. So right off the bat, that's a lot of flexibility and a lot of controls in terms of uh, where I want to live. So nat naturally that introduces a question about where do I wanna live in the next three mm -hmm. to five years? Do I want to stay in Boston, which is where I currently live in? Or do I wanna think about some other cities that might be better for raising a kid as well as for having a better career outlook as well? So a lot of these questions, um, so I, a lot of uncertainties and things mm. to um, find out more. Yeah. yeah. How, do you, how do you deal with all these uncertainties? Does it phase you? Um, I think... I think it's, it's a mentality kind of thing. It's something that's either by me, meaning that something that um, I'm actively trying to control and actually trying to create for myself, 
or something that is actually something that's to me, like the macro environment. Like we living at a time that there's a lot of stuff happening around the world. And so I think it's a balance of that by me as well as the to me things that uh, really trying to find a balance to see what makes the most sense three to five years out. I see. Okay. You, sir, what do you think about what Nina said? Is that your approach too? Um, well, I don't, personally, I don't feel like I am in my 30s. I have to admit, like. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you feel like? Which, what's your age right in now? In my mentally? 20s? <laughs> I, the only time where I feel like I'm in my 30s is when uh, I think about how, uh, but how the human body kind of stops or decreases the production of collagen, uh, starting from the 30s onwards. So I take collagen pills. <laughs> so that's only one thing I shifted. <laughs> uh, there, there is other other than that. I I do think that I have more. Um, I have not really figured out what I want exactly. I am happy with my career path and I do have more stability mm -hmm. uh, than what I had in my 20s. Uh, my choices uh, are, mm -hmm. are kind of different right now because I know what stability means. <laughs> I can't just like, you know, mm -hmm. take my backpack and go like travel and be like, oh, I want to be a freelance journalist. I, I know what stability is like. I know what a full-time job is like. As what Nina mentioned, I kind of at this point, I worked from home uh, during the pandemic. And right now I'm working hybrid because our work extends over the North Territories, which includes Nunavut and, and Yukon. So I chose to work hybrid. So I do work from home most of the time. Um, so I think about stability in that, but, but personally, I have not really uh, <laughs> figured out <laughs> what, what really I, whether this is what I really want. Um, I'm content. I try to live, uh, live the moment. Uh, but yeah, nothing, I don't, I don't feel. Uh, so this is really interesting. Cece, I really appreciate the topic because it will make me think <laughs> about what does it mean to be in 30s? Because I, I'm not, I, I don't really feel it much. Uh, there are aspects, for example, that are not like um, being in my 30s, I now have, uh, I have my own place. <laughs> well, like in the past, I used to rent. Yes. Uh, so there are some positive changes. Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 So you said that um, in your 20s or earlier on in your life, you would you you would not think twice about picking up your bag and go somewhere to do like a freelance journalism pro project. So to you, um, in your 30s, stability is something that you value a little bit more. At oh, this yes, in your life. Uh, I do. And I would think twice uh, before like picking up my bag and just like, you know, uh, <laughs> go follow my passion and write about something. I would think about, do I have enough savings <laughs> when I come back or I don't? <laughs> I would think about other factors. Uh, could I take unpaid leave uh, instead of actually quitting my job <laughs> when traveling? While in my 20s, no, I would not think twice about quitting my job and just like traveling. Yeah, because as you grow older, you realize, you know, we are in charge of our lives and, you know, True. parents are not going to bail us out <laughs> of stuff anymore. Sophie, what about you? What's your approach to your 30s? Um, I feel like the 30s kind of snuck up on me. Like during my 20s, I feel like I learned a lot and that became who I am now. And I feel like a lot of the things crept up on me gradually since mm -hmm. like what in my early 20s, I felt like I still didn't really quite know who I was and what circumstances brought out the best in me mm -hmm. um so I I remember that when I was in in college um my friend was like oh hey we're playing a soccer game come play soccer with us and then like back in the day I I I I wasn't great at sports, but I still, I was like, oh yeah, you know what? I'm going to try. I'm going to try because I really want to be friends with my friends' friends. And, and I, this might be fun. Um, so I actually went and played soccer with them several times, but I was terrible at it. And I think I've come to learn that like, I'm not a sports person, at least not a team sports people. There, there are like sports that I enjoy, but not soccer. And also there was another experience where Later on in pharmacy school, I did an international, um, I, I really was passionate about like humanitarian work, uh, living abroad and doing field work. 
there are a lot of issues in the world that I want to be part of the solution. So I did go on like a 10 week internship through my pharmacy program to Geneva, Switzerland, where I uh, worked with um, Unitaid, which is like a partner organization of the WHO. And I did not like it. Um, I think the the work itself was mostly desk work. I think I didn't quite fit in to the with the other interns there. It was still like a lovely experience. I felt like I learned a lot from it. Um, but then I think uh, once I came back, I was so like happy and thrilled to be back in my country, back in Canada. So, and it's interesting. It's during during that experience, like while I was in Geneva, I was like so passionate that when I come back to Canada, I would go into field work um, and, and eventually like, you know, uh, travel to to all the places around the world, helping out with like world health um, initiatives. Um, but I think um, like after I was a bit more distant from that experience, I realized that that actually wasn't my thing. Like, I, th- I think there are some people who are uh, more risk taking and they do like the thrill of like new experiences and they do like they don't mind not having the stability uh, even when they are well into their 30s and beyond but I think for me at least the circumstances that I grew up with um, I think it, it made me into a person who did like to being one spot and having a predictable pattern in my day um, and I think one thing that I learned in my through my 20s is to realize what I'm good at and to not care about the things I, I absolutely suck at. Um, I think I, I realized that I was good at like anything creative and artsy. And if I put my effort into the uh, one thing that I really love in this case is writing, I don't have to worry about not being great at anything else. Like I'm probably not great at like- Focusing your sport. energy and time. Exactly. Like I- I just realized if I focus my time on something I really love, I don't have to care about um, like not being invited to parties. Like I don't care because I'm just doing my own thing. Like I think having that experience just uh, really helped me be be happy with what I'm doing in the moment. Yeah, no, that's great. So you 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 definitely found what it is that you um, are passionate about and would invest all your time to doing. Um, I think so. Yeah. Right now, I, I think um, it's really writing that is writing children's books is, is helping me. Um, it's getting me I really excited. I told you so, Sophie. It's yes. always going to be children's books. <laughs> children's books, young adult, yeah. middle grade, yeah. maybe mm-hmm. one day adult, but I feel like adult fiction is just very like, sometimes just too heavy. And like, you, ju- you just like uh, need a break from the world already. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, but, but, but yeah, so it's writing, but I hope to one day illustrate a graphic novel. That's, those are my two, two big goals in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So Nina and user, I'm sure everybody did a lot of exploring in, in their 20s. Do you guys feel like you have found that one thing that you are really good at and that you want to focus on? I would say my bigger focus is still learning to be more, how do I, how do I want to, to live in a way that, I, that um, makes myself happy with myself in a sense that I know I'm not wasting my time. I know I'm putting a channeling my energy and my time to good use. I'm uh, investing a lot, obviously, into family. So yeah, um, so I think for me, it's really that theme of continuous growth as well as continuous personal development. And to be mm. able to answer that question, am I happy with myself? Am I happy with the state that I'm in? So you're constantly doing that reflection, it seems yeah. like. Okay, uh, let me ask you girls the next question. Um, did your 30s turn out the way you expected? <laughs> <laughs> Sophie. Um, um, I, I mean, I feel like for me, like the 30s was like the defining moment was when my, um, when my child was born and how much, uh, I guess, my life changed. And I think before, so I think that's what, I think of as my 30s so far um, and writing, of course, but I think what changed the most was, was having a child. And I think um, I was never able to predict how hard it would be to take care of a little human being. 
Um, because, you know, like when I was a kid, uh, not a kid, but when I was like in high school and university, like I, I worked really hard. I had like, um, like I would pull all nighters finishing projects and studying for exams. So then I was like, you know, by the time I was pregnant, I was like, yeah, like I, I got this. Like I can stay up uh, overnight. Like I, I don't like I have the stamina, I can do it, but it's, it's just not like it was not, I guess, um, it's, it's different and, and more, even more difficult than I had imagined. Just hits me how, how difficult it is to be a parent and how much of a learning curve there is. So I think in a sense, my 30s wasn't like exactly like how I'd imagined uh, it would be. However, I think in the, like, if you just look at the like, um, like high level things, like I, I did think that I'll probably have a child in my 30s um, yeah. and a job. So, so I did get those, like, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I, I did check those yeah. things off my list, <laughs> but the <laughs> emotional aspects definitely feels different than I had anticipated. I see. So you, sir, having heard what Sophie said about um, having a baby, does that make you want to have a baby? <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe I'm not really sure. <laughs> I know you're really fond of kids. Uh, I love kids uh, when they are not mine. (laughs) (laughs) So I get to (laughs) play with them and be the fun auntie. Exactly. So I don't really get to have the full responsibility. I love spending time with kids. They are really lovely. And um, I have not uh, met your kids, uh, Sophia and Nina, uh, but I am in love with Daisy CC. (laughs) She is amazing so so i'm sending the virtual hugs to her um so yeah maybe i don't know i might not really be ready uh but i thought i thought actually that when i would be in my 30s i'm going to start a family and have kids and so on um and this is a little bit sensitive topic or issue uh for me because i got married when i was 28 i would say late uh, late 20s and uh, i just got divorced or i divorced my uh, my ex after a toxic relationship uh, so it has been uh, just over a year since our separation. And um, so I'm still processing that, yeah. still in the healing process uh, of, of everything that happened. So it is not something that I, I expected to happen in my 30s. However, however, what really um, how my 30s look like right now is being the single person, just like the 20s with, uh, with more independence, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> Oh, this is my place and I could have whatever I want. Uh, like, I think this is how it feels at the moment. So I am living my, I'm living my 20s without worrying about um, financial stability, I would say. Uh, this is how, how although, although, although that, um, that relationship had its tax, I would say, uh, on me or like um, some challenges uh, that have put on it, but ending it. A year later, now it just feels different. Uh, so yeah, I did not expect this in my thirties. I did not expect that my thirties will look like my twenties, uh, plus collagen pills <laughs> and a cute uh, dog <laughs> that I would spend lots of time with. <laughs> so that was not really uh, planned or expected. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like uh, what Nina said, my day is. I spend a lot of time working, uh, not because I'm workaholic, really, I, but I do my work and I have to do my work, right? <laughs> a person of ethics <laughs> would do their job. So I would at least do my job. My, my, usually I would finish by five. When I was in my 20s, I always, and when things were on and off in terms of jobs or when I ended up in jobs that I did not really like, I would have always I convinced myself that once I become in my 30s, life would become better in terms of the career. So this is something that I expected, but personal, um, no. (laughs) How do you feel about marriage now? I don't really feel anything. Uh, I think I think that there are some there are people who go through good experiences, and there are some people that go 
through not so good experiences and there are toxic relationships and there are not and there are good relationships I think this is the case about everything in life right so I don't think it's the issue with the marriage itself uh well whether I want to I'm not really thinking of giving up being single anytime soon <laughs> you want a little bit of more brain I really, <laughs> yes but this is not like this is not a criticism uh of marriage or being in a relationship or being in a long-term relationship uh maybe a year from now you will do another show and you will find me like I will change I will say I'm CC guess what <laughs> like I can't go maybe 10 years maybe never so uh I don't really I'm not really <laughs> thinking anything I but I reflect on mm-hmm. my marriage <laughs> from my ex and that did not work all right let's get to the next question what do you think is the biggest struggle for 30 year olds today Cici, I can, I know I, I just um, said a lot. I, I, think, I think expectations. And this is really the, uh, the worst, I, okay. I would say the worst part is like we have expectations. And this why many people make sometimes choices that they really don't like, whether it's staying in uh, relationships that are not really good for them, whether it's staying in jobs that are not good for them, because there are a set of expectations that by this age, you have to have a job, you have to have kids, and you have to have a place uh, that's your own and so on. And then people will just like struggle to live up to the expectation. And if any of those do not really work, then will be Um, then there will be an emotional toll, uh, psychological toll on them. Uh, so if if <laughs> if we stop really <laughs> have expectations and it, but instead have a set of personal goals, that would be helpful. Mm, that's a really good point. I am curious what Nina thinks about this because Nina, I know you're somebody who is super planned. <laughs> I think you know me too well. Uh, too well. I think for me, my biggest struggles is just not enough time. So um, what I mean by that is, I there are too many things. I guess go back back to user's point as well as expectation. I expect myself to do a lot of stuff, so I tend to make my calendar very full. Um, and so what I learned from that process is really prioritization, like uh, setting boundaries and go with prioritization. Uh, and something else I'm help uh, I'm I'm doing as well is just getting help, building a network of social support. So essentially, building connection with the day uh, with with my son's daycare, uh, building a network um, of uh, support nannies, backup nannies, um, and also getting help with um, I guess monthly house uh, housekeeping and that kind of stuff. So those are some of the struggles which I have, which is just managing my expectations in terms of there are many things I want to do and the way that I go about doing it is just prioritization, setting boundaries, and also building a network of help. And where I think maybe a lot of, at least people that are I close to that I talk to, some of the struggles that I do see is not knowing what they wanted ahead of time. And when the realization does come up, there are that, oh, I wish I knew that sooner so I could actually plan for that, like that too late Mm. Yeah, no, that's also a good point. Yeah. Sophie, do you want to share something that you've uh, noticed? Well, I think Nina and um, Yusuf really point out some really great points. Yeah. So um, I, I think for me, I can probably only speak for myself and my struggles in my 30s. Um, I find I think what what I guess um, I learned like after being a new mom is that Like I, I really realize how important mental health is, um, because I think I before I really thought I was kind of like I can handle anything. Like it might be hard, but I can handle it. Um, but I think for me, like having, um, like raising a newborn by myself, uh, with my husband in a country by uh, in a in a um city that's like away from our family support was really hard. And I think uh, in in hindsight, it was when I realized that it really took an emotional toll on me. I think during that time, I was like, yeah, no, I won't hire a nanny. I won't um, hire babysitters. I'll just do it by myself. I, you know, like the parents can come, the grandparents can come if they can, if they want, but, you know, it won't, I won't ask them for more of their time. But I think after that, I learned that I'm just, if next time, if I have a second child, I'm going to just like 
get all the help I can get, like get a living <laughs> nanny, like just so that I can, um, like, I, I guess, like feel more whole during the whole process. Yeah. So yeah, no, I know it was really hard for you in the beginning, because you were seriously just doing everything by yourself. And it didn't feel like enough. I, I felt like a terrible mom, even though yeah. I think in hindsight, I just need to be kinder to myself. Yes, absolutely. Um, right now, it's not that bad because, to be honest, um, I'm living in my parents' house because of complicated life circumstances. Um, so I'm getting help with Theodore, and he's also going to daycare. So my and I'm also on a leave of absence from work for a year. So um, my daily responsibility is literally like um, taking care of him in the morning, getting him fed and ready for daycare. I'll drive him to daycare, drop him off. And then I have like the mid-morning and mid-afternoon to do my writing. And then I'll pick him up from daycare. We'll play in the park. And then, you know, we'll come home, have dinner, and I'll get him settled for bed. And then I have more free time. So usually I just use like pretty much all the free time I have to work on writing. Although I do get distracted in between. Um, I, I think back when I was in Vancouver living with my husband and the child, it was a bit more difficult because we didn't have a daycare I was just full-time mom um on my maternity leave um and then I really had to like squeeze out every single drop of time I had so like when a baby was napping I like quickly write like um a few hundred or like a thousand words um and then when he wake up I'll take care of him and when he goes to sleep I'll like do some more writing into the night um so I think that was definitely more of a struggle but like now this this is good this is the good life this is back to your 20s almost. Yeah, it is. Actually, it's, it's, it's like, um, I'm like, this is like the chillest time I've had in a long time. And I'm loving it. I think my 20s, actually, I was very stressed out during my 20s. Like, um, I was in university. I was trying to like, you know, get, um, like get into the pharmacy program. And it was, I was in a pharmacy program. You know, I really wanted to, you know, hang out with my friends. And I had a lot of FOMO when I wasn't invited to events and stuff. And I also had to like, past pharmacy school so like it was actually like a stressful time even though on the outside it must have looked like fun and then work of course is also stressful fitting like starting at a new workplace learning the ropes there I think like right now like this year has been the chillest I've ever been but it's temporary so I'm really trying to enjoy it yeah how do you think your your life will look once uh, you go back to work I, I think I would try to take care of my mental health a bit more and make a decision about what I want from my life. Um, so my therapist always said, like, try to imagine yourself five, my You're therapist, therapist. Okay. five years down the line. I got my therapist during my mat leave because I was having a really hard time. Um, so she said, try to imagine what you, you want to do, like what you want to be doing in five or 10 years. And then like, and like make changes in your life now and make the decisions right now that will help to get you there. So I'm thinking that like, um, like, yeah, like I really do think I might be dialing back on my day job uh, to make more time for uh, my baby who won't be a baby anymore and my writing, which is my passion. Uh, I really like not pile everything on my plate at once. Yeah, no, that's good. Mental health, got to take care of that before you can yeah. do anything else. So Nina, how are you juggling uh, baby and uh, your work? Yeah, I think it goes back to my governing principle, which is prioritization, setting boundaries, and getting all the help that I need. It was a big adjustment for me um, before I had a child because I was in the mindset about uh, in, in that I can do everything on my own and I do not need help. And then... When once so we can agree, right? Like once I got a baby, I was like, I think I'm overestimating on myself because we only have 24 hours a day, and this baby needs feeding every three hours, right? Like you got to be realistic. So that was a reality check, and that to me, I think, um, the hardest part of me becoming a mom is really going through that, um, that 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 check to realize, you know what? I have to live myself my life differently. I have to get out of the me mode into the we mode, thinking about what can I do to like the collective help that I can need uh, that I can get to actually run my life. Um, so my manager was very supportive, um, and they're really respectful of my boundaries. Uh, so that really worked well in terms of me setting 
my tone in terms of I'm not going to work overtime unless if it is absolutely requ required because there's a little one in the house who actually needs me. Um, and at the same time, I'm also doing school part-time. So that makes matter a little worse. <laughs> but at the same time, I realized that I cannot focus. Like people, uh, people's brain, I accepted that it's not wired for multitasking. And I do notice that like with the spare time that I do have when let's say my baby is sleeping, it's hard for me to focus to get into the zone if I can't have like an extended block of time to myself. So that is also when I realized I do need help. And so that is when I started exploring different childcare supports options. Like we've tried stay home nanny, we've tried um, babysitting, and now we're in daycare. So, and it's really a combination of all of those as well. And we also are lucky enough to have our grandparents coming in here and there as well. So it's really about, I guess, prioritizing, making sure I cut down the noise first and then setting boundaries. So this is the time I'm dedicating myself to work. During this time, I get help, uh, childcare support from, 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 from my um, network of help. And then also setting clear boundaries and expectations that I'm not going to work overtime and that the time I have after work is dedicated either to family or to my studies, yeah. Yeah, no, it's really good that you figured it out for your situation, but I'm just curious. So what does your day look like right now in terms of you know, you, you talked about those three things that you're working on right now, which is your, your work, your baby, and you're also taking online courses. How are you managing to fit all those in one day? Yeah, yeah. I think that's, that goes to expectation check as well. So I know that's a lot on my plate. So uh, like, what does your day look like? My, well, my day starts... I would say my stay starts at around seven o'clock. So that's when I wake up, get my son ready for daycare, send him off to daycare. Uh, my meeting starts at uh, nine o'clock, 9.30. So my, my morning starts at nine o'clock. My first meeting starts at 9.30. My last meeting, usually my days are filled with meetings. So probably like 80% of time I'm in meetings, 20% of time I'm actually hands-on doing focus work. <laughs> but uh, typically I get off around five, 15 p.m. And that is when I go to daycare to pick up my son. So when I have help uh, after the daycare time, I will actually have some time to dedicate either to my homework or just um, spending quality time with my son. And my son goes to sleep around nine o'clock. So looking at the clock right now, he's about to uh, go to uh, go to bed now. Um, but um, so and then I usually put him to sleep and whatever time happens after nine o'clock, I get to dictate how I want to spend it so that's mo mo most of most of the time I'll be dedicating that on schoolwork but also knowing I have a lot on my plate I'm just taking one course per term so there are options for us to take more more courses ah, in a term. So, that's good yeah one course yeah. per term is I know like I know where my limits are not not doing not pushing that <laughs> so I'm curious who cooks in your house We've tried a lot of uh, food options. So we have been on food delivery services. We've tried um, Freshly. We've tried some basket and there are food delivery services for toddlers as well. So we have a lot, a lot of food delivery services. Yeah. That's one thing I feel about our 30s. Like once babies come into the picture, it's all about figuring out how to manage your time to get all the things that you want done, done. Absolutely. Okay, so... Does everybody have sort of a long-term goal, um, whether it's in their career or their life, uh, when it comes to their 30s? Like, is there something that you really want to achieve um, to make sure it gets done by the time you finish your 30s? I want to publish some really good books. I want to be a New York Times bestseller. I want theme parks dedicated to my novels, but I don't know if I'll get all those goals, but I'll be satisfied <laughs> with just publishing some books that, that I'm proud of. Um, I, I do want to draw a graphic novel one day and have that published. Um, I'm not sure if that would be like a 30s goal or a 40s goal, but uh, one day in my life. That's on my bucket list. I love those goals. Okay. Uh, Yusuf, what about you? Uh, well, I have, um, I'm working on this, but you know what? It might take it, it might take 10 years because I'm taking your time. I'm taking my time. Oh my God. See, like <laughs> I, haven't, <laughs> I, haven't had, I haven't had dinner yet. So you, can say, okay. you can't tell. No, I appreciate this. <laughs> so I'm not going to take your time. Don't worry, Cece. Uh, but I'm taking my time in, in writing this. I'm working on a novel. Uh, oh, <laughs> but this is like you and Sophie need to chat more after this. <laughs> well, this is like one line a week. 
But you know what? It might happen. It might happen by the end of my 30s. <laughs> exactly. <Right>? Exactly. <laughs> Um, also, I am. Uh, this is a long-term goal. Um, it's it's a documentary, but it's more uh, that that would need some traveling, and I don't really want to do a spoiler here. Um, oh, okay. Once I have the plans, then you will know about it. <laughs> cool, Nina. What about you? Hmm. So I want to be able to have more control in life in a sense that I'll be able to have more flexibility so to fit what I want to do at the time that I want to do it so I guess more freedom in this uh, in the form of more control another long-term goal is I do want to have another child so really try I think over the next few years it's going to be very busy um and yeah so with that as well as wanting to have more flexibility and more control in life I think it's going to you know like sounds like it doesn't work together that well but I'm sure I'll figure something out. Sophie you also want a second child but do you want it you know soon or? Uh, in my 30s yes but I think uh, as I want to I really love my life right now in that I um I have time to do what I really love and I feel like like you know I have I can get more of a creative flow going when I have more time to actually yeah. like just like think about the story and and have it like you know materialize in my mind. Um, so I I want to like recreate this. The only thing that's I don't like about my life right now is that my husband is not with me. So Aww. but when we reunite in a year, I want to recreate the situation uh, when we have another baby, so that I'm just home writing by myself. So there's gonna be nannies involved and there might be a daycare involved or both but that's how it's gonna be or, or grandparents you're gonna redo either. this whole thing with your second kid differently <laughs> I hope so but but like I mean I guess real realistically I I probably would be yeah. home with a second kid but but I'm taking advantage of yeah. those nap times and you start just yeah. suddenly taking notes right now <laughs> <laughs> all right okay Moving on to uh, some of the final questions that I have about everybody's 30s. Um, what gives meaning to your life and a sense of personal fulfillment? Um, I, I think I really like like the feeling of accomplishing stuff. And for me, uh, you know, when I, when I set a goal and I get closer to it, I feel like it really gives me that like, I don't know, like serotonin or adrenaline <laughs> or dopamine rush that I need. Um, so I think what um, I, I guess, um, like I, I try to work towards my goal every day. And if I can get closer to my goal, it, it uh, makes me feel fulfilled. Um, so right now I'm trying to finish my young adult novel. I think I'll probably finish this week. Um, it's your and, third, fourth uh, novel right now? My 11th oh novel. Oh my goodness. I mean, some of those are really bad novels, like terrible novels. Uh, but this one is a good one. I can feel it in my bones. Okay. Um, and I do have two other... Um, novels that are uh, that I'm working on with my one with my agent and one with my editor who is working with me on a mentorship um so uh, I will be cycling back to those in August once they have notes for me so I do have like uh yeah I, I feel like really um being able to write stories that I love and um ho hopefully stories that will um touch other people's hearts as they have touched mine mm -hmm. I feel like that uh, that brings me fulfillment in my life great and do you have like a social media account where you share your um, novels or uh, snippets so, of it um I do have a twitter like since the twitter community is where like the writing community is at not all of it but like yeah um so that's where I post a lot of my writing updates okay so later on after this uh I guess group chats. I can probably leave your Twitter handle so that people who are interested sure. in your work can follow you. Sounds good. <laughs> okay, uh, you sir. What about you? What uh, gives meaning to your life and a sense of personal fulfillment in your thirties? Uh, doing what I like to do. Really, <laughs> in, okay. in a nutshell, uh, it's it's the passion. It's uh, doing what I want to do right now at the moment also being mind, more mindful and living the present moment I, I don't really 
much this doesn't sound like uh, 30s though but i don't um i don't really um think about my 20s i don't i try not to think about what's going to happen next just uh just do the tasks that i have for the day in like the next <laughs> few exactly yeah and have some plans and just a couple of long-term goals that i can focus on because prior to in my 20s i used to try to multitask all the time and have my focus scattered all around uh, many of the tiny and unfinished projects uh, mm -hmm. in my 30s i stopped that habit so this really have helped me and brought some meaning uh, to my life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you were talking about um, mindfulness. Before I thought it was just hocus pocus, all this mindfulness talk and meditation, but I recently also looked into it and I actually found it really helpful and calming, especially when it comes to dealing with anxiety that sometimes we all feel, you know, as you're navigating through life. Um, it's exactly what you said. It's like just focusing on the present and what you can do to the best of your ability um, in the present and then sort of giving up control of how you want things to be the way that you want down the road and just focusing on the present and doing the best work that you can and let everything else fall into its own place later on. Mm -hmm. And I find that it really helped me in terms of um, being able to function. <laughs> <laughs> like on my day to day and uh, you know not getting too hung up on what everybody else is doing and maybe comparing yourself to somebody else who's a little bit further ahead in their career or in their life than you mm -hmm. yeah yeah so that's that's good to hear and um, Nina what about you let's hear let's hear your um, let's hear your uh, life's purpose what gives you personal fulfillment yeah I think it's um, really similar to Sophia's in a sense of making sure that there's that sense of accomplishments in terms of reaching what, what goal is being reached. But if I were to summarize it, I think it boils down to enablement, empowerment, as well as continuous growth. So enablement is making sure it's, it's that feeling of accomplishment when you make a difference. And empowerment is really not only are you making a difference, you are making creating values for yourself, but you are empowering others so that they are happy with their lives as well. Um, and then the last piece will be personal growth. So I find myself and I really enjoy finding myself so curious about many things. And I still find that joy whenever I learn something that I didn't know before. Mm -hmm. Lovely. All right. Let's get to the final question that I want everybody to think about and to leave our listeners with before we wrap everything up. I want everybody to think about what is one revelatory thing you've learned in your 30s that you didn't know before and would like to share with other 30-year-old listeners right now? There is no time for regrets. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so Elaborate. Oh, well, uh, th there is really very... Um, if, if I keep on thinking throughout the day about what I have, what were the shortcomings and all the time, or if I really regret certain decisions, then I'm just like going to waste more and more and more time. And this is something that I recently learned. Um, well, there are lessons learned, of course, from each stage in our life. And, uh, but once the lesson is learned, <laughs> There is really no point in spending time to think over and over and over mm -hmm. again and just uh, like live with regrets and bad feelings or just like think about the past because then we'll live in the past. The same goes for the future too. Um, worrying about the future or like, oh, how if I get like hit my 40s and I have not done so and so and so or like published my book that my document like you know i've done my documentary uh also like this will steal the moment and uh just like you know I'll, i won't be able to function mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think it goes back to what you were saying earlier about mindfulness and just really living in the present mm -hmm. okay uh who wants to go next i want to echo what um user had said about regrets um because i think in my 20s, I had like often thought like what, like I, I wish I had uh, done this more. I wish I had done that more. I wish I had chosen more 
um, differently here. I wish I had more experiences doing this. Um, but I think once, like, I think it's recently when I came to um, the realization that I'm the accumulation of all my past experiences. I think the decisions I made and the things I had gone through were valid. Um, and I had learned from those. Um, and if I had made any decisions differently, my life would have ended up a different way. And I'm happy with the way my life is right now. It's not perfect, um, but I do believe that, uh, like, for example, I like one, one thing I wish, like, oh, what if I had started writing when writing more seriously when I was in university? However, I thought like, well, I didn't spend all my days in university writing because I learned from my other experiences when I was not writing um, and I wouldn't give away what I learned um, even though it didn't really amount to like an immediate accomplishment during that time so now I'm like I look back in my life and I actually don't um, have any regrets because I think in its place I had learned a lot of um, important lessons yeah all right, Nina, let's wrap up with you. Uh, so I guess my biggest takeaway since I turned 30 is really life is all about perspective. Um, and you people and you're always empowered to have a choice. So something happens, you're empowered to think that I can do something about it, where you can also try, you can also stick with thinking this is something that happened to me. So it's really about a perspective, even if it is the same event, even if it is the same situation, but different people will have different experience. And because of that different experience, the results will be different. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you so much for participating in this roundtable and giving me the time of, um, you know, your Wednesday to do this. And uh, I hope our listeners also took away something from it. And uh, to end this, I hope all of our 30s end up even better. You've been listening to the CC Wang Show special episode on what it means to be in your 30s today. If you like what you just heard, please subscribe to the CC Wang Show on iTunes, Spotify, or Google, and give it a rating. A big thank you to my good friends Sophie, Yuser, and Nina for participating in this episode. And if you're curious about Sophie's writing work, you can follow her on Twitter. Her handle is SophieXLee, and she would love to hear from you. I'd also like to recommend a book based on today's discussion for listeners who are still in their 20s. It's a book by clinical psychologist Meg Jay called The Defining Decade, Why Your 20s Matter and How to Make the Most of Them Now. This book helped me sort through a lot of my confusions in my 20s, and most readers said they wish they came across it sooner. If you have a child who's in their 20s, this book would also benefit them. Finally, if you'd like to read my personal take on what it means to be in your 30s today, you can head over to cc-1.com. That's S-I-S-S-I-W-A-N-G.com. Thank you so much for listening and supporting the show. Until next time.